Hey folks, welcome to Music Wednesday, Zora Turner. Today, I'm going to be talking about a ton of K-pop groups. Since I went from standing three groups to nine groups, it's been a wild ride. And I haven't uploaded an episode in a few months, so I hope you enjoy. So the first thing we want to talk about today is New Jeans. New Jeans is the new girl group under HYBE. When the news came out, I really didn't expect it because Les Seraphim debuted only like two, three months ago and I it really caught me off guard. And I looked up their music video for attention and stuff. I really liked the sound of it because it's really fresh and refreshing because right now in the industry almost everyone has gone full-on emo uh people are doing girl crush concepts or or the i'm tough i am cool concept but right now this is what we needed because this just reminds me of 2000s girl bands and i mean i liked attention but as soon as Hype Boy came out, I became a fan. I would say that Hype Boy is the best song of 2022. There's just something about New Jeans songs. It's just that it gives such a modern touch to 2000s R&B. And they managed to do all of that without making it sound bland. And I've listened to the whole New Jeans EP. Uh, High Boy is my favorite, of course. Um, Attention is great. Cookie is great too. And Hurt, I think, also reminds me of 2000s a lot. But you know, as they say, with every new group comes new controversy. And the biggest controversy we faced with New Jeans is the age problem. And this is not just with new jeans. This is with every new four gen group coming. Because people think that idols should not debut at like 14, 15 years of age. And I completely agree on that. Because if they debuted at the age of 14, at the age of 15, then they must have trained since they were 11 or 12. And it's just really shocking about with, you know, with every new group coming, the age to debut is getting lower and lower. So now that we've covered new jeans, let's go to Enhypen. So Enhypen made their comeback with Feature Perfect Past the Mic. I really like the song. It's got a really good vibe to it. Although I will argue that Paradox Invasion was 10 times better than this. You see, Paradox Invasion didn't get half the appreciation that Future Perfect did. And one last thing I want to add, because my bias is Jay, this was my favorite era so far because he shined the most. Now let's talk about Idzy. When Sneakers first came out, I wasn't really sure about it. But now that I've listened to it a couple times, I really, really like it. And Checkmate 
is one of the best albums I've ever listened to this whole year. And my favorite song out of it is Racer. I feel like one song, if I wanted to, you know, make the title track instead of Sneakers, would be Racer. Because I feel like it would fit so well since it would have been a concept that they haven't explored before, but it would still be true to the confident Idzy sound. So lately, I've been hearing people say that Idzy fell off. First of all, let me tell you what the meaning of fell off means. Sometimes it means that people fell off because the quality of their music, you know, went down. And there's one more meaning that is their popularity went down. In Itzy's case, it's neither of these. They still managed to produce good quality music. Maybe their previous songs were more my type, but that doesn't mean they're not good. And one more thing, Izzy's popularity is only increasing. They're continuing to be the leaders of fortune. So now I want to talk about Seventeen. I recently became a carrot and that opened my eyes to how good their discography is. Seriously, I have not seen a single artist who has no skips in their discography except 70. I mean, even my old groups couldn't beat them. And don't get me started on their album sales. I mean, the maximum I have ever seen is 1 million in a week. But what they do is they sell 2 million in 3 days. And one more thing, my bias list because of 17 is completely ruined. Another group I really want to talk about is I've. Now, whenever an I've comeback comes, I'm like, there's nothing better than this. And then they make another comeback and I say the same thing. So my point is that I've producers will never stop making good quality music. Their music reminds me of early third gen girl groups when TikTok didn't exist, when people were not after making crazy dance challenges out of their music just for them to go viral. Their music reminds me of simpler times where only good quality catchy music would be successful. And I don't get how you can hate these girls. They have the potential to be fortune leaders. Now let's talk about a group who has been touring a lot, which is TXT. They released their Japanese version of Goodbye Gone Bad. I personally prefer the music video for the Japanese version more than the Korean version because I feel like the Japanese version has more depth into it. And even the music in the Japanese version gives off a different vibe. And their Lollapalooza performance with all their tours going on, they did a great job. And I can't say I was surprised that the majority of the Lollapalooza audience were Moas. Another person who was performing at Lollapalooza was our very own Hobie. He did a fire performance and I had so much fun watching it. And I don't think I got a chance to review 
more or arson or jack in the box but i listened to the whole album it's such a new and exciting sound and i wish the best for him so we're having a new comeback from the stray kids themselves i didn't expect another comeback that soon uh, since they've been busy with the tour and kcon i watched the whole performance and i really hope the best for maxi den i watched the trailer i don't know if it's the trailer for the music video or the album i don't know how these jyp teasers work overall the trailer was very weird check it out yourself you'll see what i mean and only hearing the instrumental i know it's gonna be a hit since it's produced by thriracha themselves i mean who can say no to that another jyp group i want to talk about is twice i only know a few members i'm not really a once yet but i've heard their new song it's amazing i hope we get a blackpink and twice interaction at like inkigayo or whatever speaking of blackpink i wanted to save the best for the last i'm going to be going through the whole pink venom born pink tracklist everything so first and foremost let's talk about the music i absolutely love that yg finally woke up from his sleep and realized that jisoo existed i mean this is her era even though she got the least lines like she always does but she still shined a lot what we also got is a jenelisa rap and i'm so glad to hear jenny rapping because it's been a while since she has gotten a rap i also love that it's an anti-drop because i am so sick of hearing the same edian chorus again and again and for the title track i hope to have a song more like ready for love to be on there because i think we need a song you know highlighting chaesu's vocals now let's move on with the visuals um i'm going to track down as many references as i can starting with jenny in a red dress which reminisces of her solo era and with a big monster truck behind her which reminisces of the do 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 tank the next lisa scene kind of reminds me of the line open sesame i heard it in a play i'm trying to remember where i got it from but i've heard it in stories i've heard it in a play i think somewhere in the next shot we see rose in sort of like a black pond or something and then she has a black colored heart in her hand and guess what black pink haters are called black hearts so my best guess is she is trying to convey that she is surrounded by black hearts who are a victim of the pink venom and in the jisoo shot she is in a cage surrounded by blinks and black hearts alike who are infected with pink venom causing them to get addicted to black pink i have to say the directing the editing it was pretty neat and the whole 
story about getting addicted by the pink venom was amazing as well but as always not everyone's gonna like it uh, some people said that it was too bland but if blackpink had returned with the same idiom chorus they would say it's the same as their previous music what's the difference so the thing is you can't please everyone and i think they did a great job on this track especially teddy by the way teddy is blackpink's producer if you didn't know now it's time for born pink i checked out the track list i was disappointed but not surprised that there were only eight songs in the album who will explain to yg that eight songs does not qualify an album anyways ignoring the fact that the album has eight songs um, we have six new songs including the title track which i don't know the title of yet but uh, i hope the born pink album is good we've got chaesu writing uh, i think two of the songs on the album which is pretty great finally yg is crediting them for the work that they did on their songs also ryan tedder from the one republic is producing some of the songs so i'm really excited for that as well anyways i will probably make a born pink review if i have enough time until then stream pink venom So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please be sure to follow, favorite, or subscribe according to the listening platform so you can get more episodes like this. If you're on Spotify, please be sure to comment on the post down below and turn on the notifications so you don't miss another episode. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you next time.